Tell you want to tell them where we are right now? We're in Columbus. Jesus. Ten toes behind Jesus. I started ten toes. You know how it goes. Used to have wigs. Now I wear a big nappy fro. Then I fell down. Couldn't believe it until I stood up. Ten toes behind Jesus. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode on Ten Toes Behind Jesus podcast, season three. As you all know, the theme is Ten Toes on the Road. So, y'all, guess where we are right now. I know you're probably not going to be able to guess, so I'll just tell you. Actually, Jonathan, you want to tell them where we are right now? (laughs) You can tell them. We're in Columbus, Mississippi with podcast guest Jonathan Pearman, or should I say the Jonathan Pearman? Yeah, is, is that your Instagram handle? <laughs> the Jonathan Perriman. So, again, thank you for agreeing to do the podcast and coming on. I'm so excited. It was like a two-hour drive up here, and I got to see downtown Columbus. And You didn't miss a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, Jonathan, what you got to say? Podcast. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm, you know, podcasting and, you know, it's a – modern way of communication you know that we've all gotten into and i'm glad that god gave you this idea i'm just excited for you know you being here being here in columbus, columbus. being here at the university where i teach at or the community college the community university they say professor john professor p <laughs> professor p oh yeah i'm excited yeah so we are currently in east mississippi community college what is this area called like the mayhew com- Mayhew. Yeah, this, the, this community university is in Mayhew, Mississippi. It's okay. between like West Point and Columbus. Okay. 15 minutes outside of Columbus. Yeah, so we, we, I got a little tour of campus. It's, it's nice. Like, as y'all know, it's like, it looks brand new. And so you told me it, it just got built in. I think it was 2019. 2019, yeah. So cool space. I'm just looking around, like, it's pictures on the wall. So is this college, like, design-based? Yeah, this is the manufacturing um, and trades. Um, okay. Wing of the college. Because the main, like, one of the main campuses is on town. Okay. So that's where they teach, like, so, nursing and, because uh, uh, East Mississippi Community College is big in nursing. So the main campus is on down the road, about. It's probably big in nursing minutes. because the history, yeah, which so I then, learned today. Yeah. Uh, Columbus is a very historic city or town, I should say. But um, Jonathan, guys, he is an artist. (laughs) And so when you say artist, you know, you can think maybe like painting or you can think of playing an instrument or singing or writing, designing, creating. And he's really all of those things. So he... He sings. He has music out on Apple Music. He plays the guitar. He taught himself how to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. Self-taught singer. Extremely creative. I'm learning that he has talents in digital creation, I would say. What is that? Videography? Yeah. It's it's. It's a lot, but more, <laughs> the most important thing about him is he is a man of great faith, I would say, uh, knows the word. <laughs> like, even today when we was doing that Bible trivia, 
And they was like, we're going to do something hard. I'm like, well, I'm going to lose if I'm going to get Jonathan because he'd be knowing the Bible <laughs> stories. And so he has become such a good friend of mine. And um, he made a reel the other day. And I can't remember if it was in the caption or it was in the video you made. And you said, fighting against the kingdom of darkness. Yes, yes. So tell me what that means when you hear that. Well, you said it, fighting against the kingdom of darkness. But, like, what comes to your mind? Um, stranger things. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, 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 just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but for real, like, I've been really wanting to, like, sharpen my abilities and my mind, my, um, like, just thought process that, you know, we already, we're always in a fight, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. There's a whole nother realm or spiritual world that's going on that the devil has really deceived us mm. to believe is not even there. And like, that's what's crazy. Like we, I don't know, it's like lately God, God laid on my heart of how deceptive he is. There's a scripture in the Bible that says mm. that if he didn't shorten the time frame, that even the very elect who God has selected would be deceived by him because he's such a master deceiver. And though we read the Bible and we know that he loses anyway, yeah, he can still deceive me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's like he has really pulled this veil down that he doesn't exist. Literally. Yep, controlling everything. So, yeah, I've just been really trying to peel back the layers of that. Yeah, so, and along with that, our pastor, we mm. both go to Faith Apostolic Church under the same pastor, Bishop Michael Bender. And uh, he's been doing these Bible studies on, um, oh, Lord, it, it, I want to get it right. The Unexhausted Saint. Yes. Or he got another one. Unfair. No, that was last year, I think. Yeah. The Unexhausted Saint, right? Unexhausted Saint and putting on the whole armor. Of God. And y'all, like, it's been months now. We just been going in, like, Ephesians 6, in, 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 in. And, you know, we all just be, like, you know, if things are going good, you're like, okay, cool, you know, arm of God. Like, I'm paying attention, but, you know, I haven't really experienced it. And then when you experience it and you understand, like, man, the devil will come at you and all kinds of ways like of course he's not going to tempt you with things that you obviously not interested in or you don't want to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's not wasting his time (laughs) with that but he will really trick you and so I think maybe a few weeks ago that day came for me and it just was like it threw me back it took it took me a minute to even realize what was going on and so I just want to talk about how like being experiencing that evil day and Fight, how to fight against the kingdom of darkness, like in today's time, both being young people. Yes. Like, yes. how does one fight against the kingdom of darkness? That's a really good question. And Pastor has really been, really been hammered. Now, it's not until like he really goes in detail, I start really, really thinking about, man, we really, we really in a fight. We really in a fight. And the devil ain't fighting fair. And he's not. <laughs> and he, and so it's like he's not. And Paul says, like, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And so, but the devil is using uh, spiritual influence, thoughts, and all that kind of stuff to influence us physically. Mm. So, it's like, 
this joker. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like, well, I hate the devil, man, because like he uses um, feelings, emotions, and thoughts. That's his. That's his recipe: feelings, emotions, and thoughts. Because he knows if he can get you there, he got you. He got you. Yeah. If he can get in your mind, he got you. Well, I was like the only way to fight him is with the word. Because we got like the example. Remember we read in Matthew how um, he came and tempted Jesus. Yep. Jesus didn't even get in his own feeling. He was like, the word says, the word says, the word says. Like, and he tried to use the word, but twisted it. Twisted. And it's like, man, the importance of knowing the word for yourself. And like, we've been doing, um, like reading through the Bible and stuff. And for me, I don't know about you. Well, I can, I can. I know you read, you be reading the Bible. Like, I can tell that. But for me, <laughs> this has kind of been uh, new in a sense of like reading the full chapters, like ongoing consistently and things like that. And so it's just like, it's really important. And I know I would see people that would be like, oh, that's found in Mark or like, oh, that's found in Exodus. And I'm like, man, how in the world, like, do people get there? And it doesn't just happen overnight. Like you have to put in the work to yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm still not, not that good. So he was like, just pull the scripture like, bam, bam, bam. I'm like, I read it. I know what you're saying, <laughs> but I don't know where that's at. I know what it is. That's one reason. That's one of the ways we fight the, um, the spirit of darkness is we're reading the word. Cause you remember the, the remember we read the parable about how the sower went to sow. And yeah. then the fowls came and plucked the word of God mm-hmm. out of people's mind that weren't, keeping it that's the that's the re, the red written word that we you know we read and then when we come to church if we don't take that word serious the devil will come and he'll just, he'll take just it pluck right it out. out yep and just fade away and then you won't have nothing to resist him with right now a lot of us we're in that area like post-college or even before you go to college where mm-hmm. you don't know what step is next and like, we say we believe God, we trust God, this and that, but, like, our actions show otherwise because we stressing, we panicking and doing all these things. And so, like, what's some, maybe some, like, tips or advice you could tell the listener or viewer about <laughs> if they're going through that time? Because I don't know why. I just feel like a lot of people going through right now. And so yeah. do you have any, like, advice and tips or things that helped you in that season when you were that you were in? Man. <laughs> like, when I really think about it, it's like – uh, it's such a transitional point of life mm-hmm. because especially for us that um, grew up in church, it's a lot going on with our faith because we're literally riding off the coattails of the faith of our parents. Ooh. Right. So we go to church, we hear the word, you know, it's, it's there. And the, the, the double, like the sword to that is that the devil will use that to condemn us when we step out on the waves of life okay. and we're not used to walking on the water by, by the faith that God has given, you know what I'm saying? We got wow. our parents' faith. Mm-hmm. And so once we get out there and we start to falter, he's like, ah, you ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? So he started using that against you because we've been in church. He's like, you know better. Look at you falling. Look at you slipping. Yeah. Right. And so like, that's a condemnation that only church kids know really. Uh-huh. You and know? it's like, you just keep You're like, I'm trying. Down and down and down. And it's like, man, I, like, what's going on? My parents taught me. But it's like, 
I'm slipping. Mm -hmm. It's be that's that's okay. It's just that you got to get strong on your own. You know what I'm saying? And there's grace for that. That's where yeah. grace comes in. So just keep stepping. Keep stepping. Yeah, don't don't stop. Just you have to stay going to church even when you don't feel like it. Okay. When the, that's the that's one, one. Stay going to church even when you don't feel like when it. When the devil tell you, <laughs> like, oh, you, you can't go. You're too dirty now. That's when you need to you go. you too dirty. <laughs> that's, when, that's when you need to go. That's when you say, you know what? I'm going to church today. That's really, I, like, I did it like, bro, how did I, like, you, sometimes you can see yourself in a situation and you wonder, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. You know? And you're like, bro. And it's like, the, like back in the garden, you want to hide when you hear the voice of God. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you got to go face, face to face God anyway. Go to church. Read your Bible. Fast anyway. Pray anyway. And eventually you'll get strong enough. And, okay. Sorry. I, I just, something just came to mind when you said, like, when you don't feel like it or you, or you kind of, like, scared to face God, that's the time you do need to face that's him anyway. Face him, yeah. It brings me back to um, Judas Instead of repenting and saying, like, God, I'm sorry, I betrayed Jesus, like, all this, that, he took on the worldly sorrow mm -hmm. and just killed himself. And, like, when we mess up, that is when we need to turn to God, like, the more or, like, sooner. Like, don't think or feel, like, like too ashamed yeah. because when we feel ashamed, like, what's coming with that guilt, mm -hmm. sadness, all these other things depression. coming and attaching to that depression. Anxiety. You, you excited that. Anxiety. Like all those things going with it. And then next thing you know, you got this full big thing. And it's like, man, we just sort of went to Jesus. And obviously, you know, easier said than done. Yeah, because that combination be standing there. Yeah. You're like, I can't go. But you got to go. But you got to You got to go. But you got to go. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, the only way through? That's the only way through. Yeah. Okay, so kind of a spin, but not. So let's talk about the Jonathan Perryman music. <laughs> and just tell <clears throat> the viewers what 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 you got going on? What we got going on? Music, 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 music. From the begin from the beginning of music? Yeah, from the beginning. Okay. I feel like that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I grew up. <laughs> in a church that was so small. <laughs> Wait, not that beginning. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just saw it there first. No, 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 uh, no. You could touch the back wall from the front pew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you could touch the back wall <laughs> from the front pew. Yeah, you could reach right past Pastor and touch, <laughs> get some water behind him while he was standing there. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, the music has always been like a, a part of my family. Like my grandma, my dad. My dad was in the band. He played. Uh, my dad can sing. He can. I've heard he him. He just sing. has a deep voice. Yeah. My mom can sing. Your mom can. Yep. Uh, that, that's how they met. They met in band. So that's a little story about that. I've heard the story. That's why I was smiling so hard. <laughs> but yeah, it's so cool. he, my dad played the trumpet, and then for well, the tuba clearing that trumpet, then he became the drum major. Okay. So that's the person doing all the dancing and yeah, stuff. Turn up. But so music has always been a part of my life, and. For me growing up, I remember we had like this little karaoke machine. And I didn't know I was tweaking EQ at the time. Oh. 
I just knew that it oh, got clear if I turned this knob. This got <laughs> muffled, and I would sing on that all the time. But I, most of my sound comes from prayer. Cause okay, explain. That, this is actually my first time hearing this. No, this is the first time hearing this. Because most people, like, they see me, like, oh, he sings, but they don't know that I'm a prayer warrior. Like, that's my thing. Intercession and prayer is what my first gift is. And so I developed a sound out of prayer. So a lot of time I would be praying, and then the, a song would hit my spirit, and I'd just start singing. Okay, okay. And so that's where, that's where it come from. And so, yeah. And so I had to get the writing, with the writing part, I had to ask God to write. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember laying on, my, on the floor of my bedroom. I was like, God, teach me how to write just one song. And so I, I wrote my first song. It just, just kept going. Okay, what was your first song? My first song I ever wrote mm-hmm. was called I Will Hold My Peace. I Will Hold My Peace. And the, the catch line was, uh, I don't have to swing the sword. Wait. I don't, have, I don't have to swing the sword. I don't have to hold the spear. I will trust in you because we don't have to fight. We just let God fight. Uh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Literally. Yeah. I will hold my peace, yeah. That's what's up. So how old were you when you wrote that? I was still in high school, so probably 17 or 18. And so what about playing the guitar? Did that come before or after? The guitar came before writing. Okay. So I had to pray about that. So, okay, so, go ahead, go ahead. So, (laughs) my parents bought me this guitar. It was a cheap guitar. (laughs) It was like $100, maybe. (laughs) And it hurt my fingers. (laughs) They they got it for Christmas. It was black. I still got it at my apartment, and I just keep it because, you know, they got it for me. It's black, and it was, the action was high, so the strings, like, very far from the fretboard. Hurt my hand to play. And, um, but I played it and my parents said they were going to see if I was going to stick with it. Mm. And I stuck with it. Like I got the guitar and I stuck with it and I played on the floor, played, I prayed with it, asking God to teach me, slept with it, put in my wow. bed and slept with it. And I just got better. He just really like fell in love. Fell in love with it. Yep. So guitar came, music came. Where yeah. are we now? Well, now I just, like, put it all together. So it's, it's like um, I'm not the per- – I'm trying to be the person that can just write, write a whole album, but I can't. Oh, talk about it. Because, like, my songs, like, they come from me, like, talking with God all day. Okay. And so if I'm, like, going through and, like, talking with God and walking, like, or how I'm feeling, like, a whole song would drop in. Like, the whole thing. Not like a line, the whole, the whole song. The verses, the choruses, everything. How it's supposed to sound, everything. And so then, I just got the song. I just recorded. So it's like, I get a song here, months. So, it's, so basically what you're song. saying is like, it's not you. Like, if we want to make an album, it's a lot of like, okay, I want to do it this way, I want to do that way, this way. And you're just letting God just lead you like, Okay, there's this song, it's that song. It's not really forming an album, but we got a bunch of songs. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And so I did develop my skill in writing and um, 
<laughs> there was a stint where I'm writing songs that weren't, we say, church songs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't church songs, but I knew that wasn't my direction. Okay. And so that's why that ended, because I was like, guys, this ain't the direction I'm trying to go. And because, I mean, I, I made a promise to God to write mm. and sing for him. So I know I it's that. a lot of artists that start off gospel. Yeah. And then this and that. But, um... That's respectable because um, I don't know. I just heard and seen like it's way more profitable. That's the word to not do gospel. (laughs) So, um, again, like making that commitment and like just being true to and faithful to God. Like, look. I'm not going to wave or, like, I'm not going to yeah. lower you gotta the bar. got to make up your mind. <laughs> uh-huh. Man, like, the reason being on mine is if you stand for nothing, you're going to fall for anything. That's so true. And I've just been seeing it in, like, so many different, like, situations and even, like, small stuff. Like, I'm trying to think of an example without, like, doing a specific uh, experience. <laughs> but it's just, like, if you really do not stand, like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You will end up doing anything. Anything. Like, I heard somebody, he said, um, a standard doesn't move. Ooh. Goals do. Ah. And he said, okay, standard. He was like, all right, standard is Chick-fil-A. They ain't open on Sunday. They don't care if you get <laughs> mad. They don't care if you're tired, you really want chicken. Go, go, to, go to Popeye's. <laughs> go to KFC. Go to Popeye's. But they don't change that standard. <laughs> they don't. And do you know that because they close on Sundays, they don't like lose money. Yeah. They make they actually Matter- make more than the people who are open, open all week. But it's it's holding your line, you know, so I I can't give in to that. And it's more respectable too, like Yeah. Even if someone kinda like fold in your favor. <laughs> I don't know if that's like the right fold in your favor. Yeah, it's like I mean, yeah, it's cool, it's worked out for me, but like You'll probably do that for the next person, or you do that for this person, you do that for that person. Yeah. No, nah, but Chick-fil-A, though. <laughs> closed on they Sunday. really, like, not opening on Sundays. They closed, like, like Kanye said, they closed on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. No, That's good, though. Like, I really respect them for that. Yeah. But also, too, because, like, it's because people go to church. That's why they close. And it's like... Yeah. Man, I remember playing basketball, like, growing up, playing basketball, and we didn't have any games on Sunday. Y'all didn't either? Yeah, uh-uh. Mama no, we shut didn't. that stuff down. Yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. now it's tournaments. Like, Sunday is, Anything. like, a big sports day. Yep. And I'm like, dang. Yep. It's like we just slowly pushing out church. Pushing church. Ooh. That's why now church, like, you, I heard you say in the earlier, I watched the other uh, episode, it's just – getting so condensed to where church now is just reels and clips. <laughs> we went from church being all day Sunday. Yeah. To, all right, you got two hours. Two, okay, 40 minutes. But if it's praise and worship in your car, when you yes. pull up, we, gonna we got 30 minutes of praise and worship, 15 minutes of word, <laughs> and then you watch clips of reels for the rest of the day. For the, the rest of the day. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. And then we wonder why we... Oh. Or spiritually getting weak. And the, and, the, and, the, and the enemy is laughing because 
This is his whole scheme. Yes. This is from his the whole beginning. Plan. From the beginning. And we, I was talking to my mentor about this and, and talking about spiritual warfare, how the enemy is methodical. He's slow and he's slowly pushing, pushing, mm-hmm. pushing, pushing, pushing back, pushing back until you look back. You're like, but we, we way off. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> even go, you know what I'm saying? How do we get here? But his, what we call influence is actually spirits. Okay. It's all just influence, influence. It's, it's a spirit. spirit. And you see, it could be good or bad. There's some people that have a big influence. Mm. And there's a big spirit behind them. That's being, whatever they're pushing out is the spirit behind them, pushing it out into the earth. Yeah, it's a whole lot. I don't want to go too deep into that. Hey. We on a pod. Oh, uh, y'all. Make sure you go to church. <laughs> yes, make sure. She said that in her other podcast. Sure. Make sure you go to church. Episode, yeah. Because, man, you're you right. If you're not going to church, and she's, she laid it out well in her other podcast. If you're not going to church, you're getting weaker and weaker and weaker. So when your evil day comes. You ain't going to be able to stand. You ain't going to be able to stand. <clears throat> You're just not going to be able to stand. Because the devil know that there's strength in numbers. Ooh. If they was, if he didn't know that, he wouldn't fill the man with many allegiance of demons. Yep. He would just went himself. Right. He would have just, yep. But he knew it took a lot to keep him bound. So. So get around the saints. He, I mean, it just does something. Get around the saints. I love hearing the saints pray. Oh, my God. All right, let's talk about, okay, well, let's talk about prayer, and we're probably going to talk about something after that, but okay. okay, talk about prayer. I know you can talk about it for a while, because we, we be talking about it, like, all the time, <laughs> but, like, what's some nuggets, some things that you've learned? Someone probably, like, I don't know how to pray. I get bored. I get... um I lose my train of thought. Like, what's some nuggets thing that you've learned through prayer or with prayer? <laughs> well, prayer is um, a powerful tool. Boom. We'll say that. Yes. That we use to fight with. <clears throat> it's direct dialogue between you and your creator. Right? It's the one line that you got. You say, Lord, <laughs> Jesus. I need some help, Dad. I need here. some help. And it's like, you ain't got to, you know how you call your mom, my mom, let's go with my dad, or your brother, or your pastor. You can do that same thing with God. You can just straight up call God. Like, God, I got some issues going on. Mm. And he wants to hear from you. Yeah. And so, it's what I've been studying, prayer and fasting, because I've been thinking about how in the garden, very beginning, man was like in constant communion with God. Mm-hmm. There was no distraction. And so one thing I've learned is that to build a strong prayer life just takes you first off thinking about him, thinking about God. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to your time to pray, it's easy. We've been thinking about him all day. So you got stuff to say or not to say. You know what I'm saying? He's on your mind. And so your most important or strongest thing in your prayer life is how you live. Boom. 
Because you can't go pray over a terrible life. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to go pray over this. Nah, <laughs> you need to go repent. <laughs> you need to go repent. Nah, don't pray over that. But I never said this, but so much stuff has come from prayer. Like, um, I'll say October mm. is when we, our pastor calls a prayer revival week. I'm waiting on that. And I, I was going to say that I was going to be like, man, I know you can't wait. I can't wait. Y'all, I mean, shame on me because I don't keep that week up. Okay, hold on. That didn't make sense. What goes on that week, like, I have not been keeping it up as far as, like, we were praying, like, all through the day. Yeah. So That's, you go in, like, open, two yeah. hours. Yeah, the church opened, like, all throughout the day, a chain fast. Um and like when you just sit in the presence of God, like you can hear him in a way it's like No oh my God. I mean this, God told me this through fasting and through prayer, so many different things concerning like what I'm doing now and like how to yeah. like I guess respond to stuff to, or like how to go forward with things and I don't I don't really know what what else has done that for me other than prayer and fasting. Yeah. yeah. And that's how you get, because, okay, when you look, I looked at prayer. One of the first things God gave me was uh, Genesis, I think it's chapter 26. Jacob is running from Esau. He stole the birthright. Okay. <laughs> and so okay. he gets to, I think it's Berseba. Look, these Bible names, look. And he goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to sleep. And he has a vision, a dream of the night. They're called, vision, they're called a dream is a vision of the night. So he has a, a vision of the night, and he sees angels ascending and descending in a, on a ladder that goes from earth to heaven. And he wakes up, and he says, oh, how terrible and dreadful is this place. Hmm. I didn't know that this was the house of God, the gate of heaven. And so I was like, okay, so... No wonder God said my house should be called the house of prayer because there's messages coming from earth going to heaven mm. and directions coming from heaven to earth. And so you go to um, Daniel. Daniel was praying and fasting. Mm -hmm. He was an intercessor. And he was praying and fasting. And literally the angel came to him with the message. He was like, I heard you the first day you set yourself to pray and to fast. But I was held up. Mm. Held up. In the spirit world? Yeah. The <laughs> devil was fighting against the angel. He didn't want the angel Ooh. to get to Daniel with the information. So that angel had to call for Michael, the archangel, okay. to come help him fight so he could get the message Through. to Daniel. So that's what's going on in the spirit world while we're praying and stuff. Uh, that's so deep. It's like, I, I don't know if I heard a sermon or something talking about like, like, like pushing your prayer through. You got yes, man. Yes, and that's so important. Like, because we can pray, and then you got to have the faith to push to believe. It. Yeah, because think about Elijah. He prayed, he prayed, and said, "Um, go check for the cloud." Servant ran. I know it wasn't no twenty minute. I know it wasn't a two minute walk. He had to run <laughs> up the mountain. He came back <laughs> like a Elijah. marathon. He came back like Elijah. 
ain't no cloud. I know the first time, it's like, I ain't no cloud. Lodge said, go back. <laughs> okay, he came back. Ain't no cloud. Lodge said, go back. I bet this servant was like, all right, okay. Third time. He did this seven times. Oh, okay. And we noticed with no five-minute walk. Came back. And then the seventh time he was like, well, Elijah, I see a cloud. It was the size of a man's hand. Ooh. Wasn't a big cloud. Elijah said, let's go. Ooh. It's about to rain. I hear the abundance of rain. It's time to run. I'm so like, ah, okay. <laughs> Just a small little cloud, you know. But it shows Elijah's persistence and that he trusted prayer. Mm-hmm. And one thing about it is that you have to pray and then you have to believe that God heard you. Yes. You, have to, you can't be like just praying like, well, I, I, that might have made it. I don't know. But you got to have faith enough to believe that your prayer is being heard. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. him. So we have to have faith that our weapons are working. So, yeah. so faith plays a, a big part in the prayer. Yeah. Believing that God is hearing. He's doing. Yeah. Man, that's a um I'm really looking to prayer though. Yeah. I want like a breakdown. I want a case study on <laughs> Like I want somebody like this, 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 this. Oh wow. <laughs> I want a case study. I do. You did you say faith? You said something. I'm like, that would be a fire sermon. <laughs> what? You literally just said it and it like slipped my mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna replay it and watch it and put okay. it right here. Boom. <laughs> that would be a fire sign. But, um, <clears throat> man, okay. Fasting. Fasting. We're talking about fasting. Let's We're talk talking about, about fasting. Let's talk about fasting. Okay, so, like, a year ago, I learned about fasting is that um, you can't go on a diet and call it fasting. <laughs> Say it again. I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm not going to eat today. Oh. I'm on a fast, y'all. No, you're trying to lose weight. <laughs> and that really used to be me. Like, I would, or clean eating, like, oh, I'm cutting this out, like this and that. And I, like, kind of would blend the two. So I learned that. Another thing I learned is that, like, you're, like, God is not just going to accept anything you throw to him. Like, I'm mad today, but I'm I'm not going to eat this, but I'm still mad. I'm still, I got attitude, this and that. And it's like, your attitude is wrong. Like, you might as well eat. <laughs> you had, like, eat something. Matter of fact, so, and it's been times, like, I feel like it's that. so true. Like, I might as well just eat. Might as well just go on ahead and eat. Might as well go ahead and eat. Might as well go ahead and eat because this right here ain't it. But what you got? No, I'm I remember when I was fasting, I was working when I was a land surveyor. So when I first started like praying, I, I love prayer. I remember telling my mom, I was like, Mom, I can do the praying, but the fasting. Oh, yeah. We said that. I don't see that. Mom said, just try to do a half a day. I said, okay. So I did a half a day. Okay. Then I did a whole day. Then two days. Then three days, you know. And so it built. So I remember when I went from working inside to back out in the heat. Oh. Now I'm going to do a three-day fast. Ah, lunchtime came. <laughs> I am pissed off, literally. We out there putting steaks in the ground, and I'm, I'm getting mad. And, you know, I said, okay, it's time to cut the fast. Okay, you, you need to chill. <laughs> you finna make – because basically, basically – when you're fasting, you reduce your 
physical body mm-hmm. and your spiritual s- strengthens up. But you're strengthened enough in whatever spirit you in. And so I'm getting mad. I'm like, I don't wanna I don't wanna, I don't wanna build up a strong, angry, fasting spirit. Like, yeah, I fasted today. Shoot, I fasted. He said I'm building this up. I said, no, nah, we gotta cut this. I ain't gonna have a big old angry angry spirit. And so um, but yeah, you know, understanding what you're doing in fasting and yeah. Cause you 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 when you couple that with prayer. You really like it's like because I, I I see like fast like emergency like you know you got like your um, shipping services mm-hmm. you can pray for it but you want express shipping you ask some three day fasting on Ooh, add that on top you say God I need this to get answered <laughs> and God will do it He will do it fasting he is, just want to know if you gonna believe let me say it to the microphone fasting is express shipping okay express express one to three day. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I need to hear from you now. <laughs> and that gets his ear. Yeah. Add that on. Add that th- three-day fast on top of yeah. it. I have not. The longest I've gone is, is 24 hours. Yeah. And I know I said I'm a push two. I need to go and put it into action. And I just be talking about it. I'm a push two. Yeah. Do what you can do, though. Don't let, and that's another thing about spiritual warfare. Don't let nobody be pushing you. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. do what God convicts you to do. Don't do what I convict you to do. Ooh, that's good. Do what God convicts you to do. Because just because you hear me in prayer and I sound like <laughs> a seasoned saint and you just got in to that, you know. And you're like, man, I'll never get there. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like people have different gifts. So mm-hmm. don't be upset because you're like, man, that person can really pray. Yeah, they have the gift of prayer. It's a it's a. It's a Gift. And like the devil will try to get in that way too, thinking you're not good enough. There I know that's, that's how what he's I about. was. Uh huh. And it's like, man, if you just like, okay, you on your day one, they on their day one hundred. Like they've been doing this. Are y'all so y'all you supposed to be on the same? Page? Like no. So just go at your own pace. Yeah. And yeah, but yeah, that the devil loved that one because that's a that's a a good one though. Yeah. And then, like, with using your spiritual gifts and why prayer is so, so vital and important, <clears throat> because remember I talked about encounters with God. Mm-hmm. Prayer keeps you, uh, keeps you in a place of humility and what, ready to serve and yes. looking for the spirit of unity. Because a danger is when, when you're gifted or God has gifted you in multiple areas and you start doing stuff, whoop, you start rising up. Oh, I got spiritual knowledge. Oh, I got the gift of healing. Oh, I got this. You know what I'm saying? I can pray. Mm. And so now the devil, like, again, the devil's like, hey, let me keep boosting that pride in you. I got it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, he's very deceptive. Any way he can get you, he want to be spiritually prideful. Gotcha. And you're like, oh, I'm stepping on the devil's head. Devil's like, no, you ain't stepping on my head. I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I was like, man, he is so wicked. He's so wicked. Like, it's crazy when you think about it. Like, he got, look, could we, okay, you got to say about the devil. I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to hype the devil up. <laughs> don't think I'm, I'm hyping the devil up. But look this. The devil is so deceptive. He in heaven, and he convinced a third of the angels to go with him. Who you? How you going to stop him in your own strength? He convinced Man. a third of the angels that sit around the throne of God and see the 
the lightnings and the thunders that come out of his throne. And he convinced them, we can take God. He did it. Not only that, like, he convinced himself that he, that can, he could even do it. <laughs> like, bro, you're really... You're you, you're, you're fool for that. You, okay. Like, you, whatever was in you got yourself to thinking, like, you could take on God. Like, yeah. it did bring all the people... Man. That's why he's the father of lies. He is the, a deceptional, like, master. That's why if he come around, I ain't going to go back and forth with the devil. I ain't going to try to think about, like... Because philosophy, you know, I ain't doing none of that. I'm just going straight with the word. Mm. Bible say this. Bible say this. Bible mm. say this till he leave. Cause not I even giving no, not, not even giving an inch. No room. Even the stuff I think about, I ain't saying nothing about it. I'm just going to say the Bible say this. The Bible say this. Cause no wiggle room. Give the devil no wiggle room. No wiggle room. Don't even let him think he got the chance. So I guess I say our, our, our biggest way to fight against him is stand for truth. Stand for truth. Yeah. And love truth. I hear the Bible says, buy it and sell it not. Yeah. How it's about, valuable. Yes. It's worth Cause everything. The devil is coming like, because everybody has different things. Every person, even me. I don't care who you think they are. Everybody has their own temptations. Mm, yeah. And the devil going to pull at whatever string he got. Pastor Streets of that two Sundays ago. Till he's uh, that one got you. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> he's okay. all right. Let me try again tomorrow. I'll Let me see. try again tomorrow. I'm going to try. I'm gonna adjust my formula coming different. Yeah, way. let me switch it up. You a like little that? Bit. You want to smell that one again? Oh, if he just if he see you pause on something, you know how you you on your phone? Oh my god! You on your phone? You go to Instagram mm -hmm. and you scroll and you pause. The algorithm is watching that, so they put Yo, more. Yo, that's that, good. It's putting more of that on there. So you're like, man, why I see all these cars all of a sudden? Whatever stops you, the algorithm checks it. So if you're dealing with lust, you better keep you better stay. <laughs> hey. You better scroll on real quick. Or stay off of it. <laughs> stay off. Because it's, it's taking your picture. It's it's watching you. It's watching you. And so that's the devil. He's literally watching what grabs your appetite. Man. Fighting against the kingdom of darkness. Y'all, we're gonna wrap it up here. Yes. You all know we can talk four hours and we do a lot so uh, but again the jonathan perriman thank you for being on tinto's podcast and y'all don't forget to buy some merch get Link some merch below. any last words anything you want to say yes thank you for having me on here really and you know it's so it's so like heartwarming and to see young people that like are hungry for god and christ so subscribe <laughs> and listen like do it yeah. like for real do it and because the community of mm. uh young christian um uh, uh what should i say how you say content creators is already so yes. thin yeah so apostolic to that that's even smaller uh -huh. so be appreciative of it take it and subscribe and let it bless your life that's all i got to say hey all right, y'all. Love you guys. Don't forget to stay 10 toes behind Jesus because you know he's 10, ten toes, toes behind, behind you. you. <laughs> Bye, y'all.